Hello and welcome to another episode of BJ and Coffee. He's Bill, I'm Jim, and well, he's drinking the coffee today. Uh, <laughs> I know, everybody's going to be like, you're not drinking coffee, Jim? And I'm going to be like, nope, not today. Social events the last two days, and I honestly ate so much salty crap, well, stuff with sodium in it that it's kind of like throwing my whole body for a loop, so I'm just hydrating with Gatorade today. But I still love my Death Wish coffee, and I'll be back onto it tomorrow morning. How's it going, Bill? Oh, not too bad, you know, I'm just sitting here watching what's seeing what's going on in the world today gotcha well let me start with the housekeeping stuff uh first of all we are on facebook at uh, facebook.com slash bj and coffee we're on twitter at coffee underscore bj and you can always email us at bj and coffee all one word at gmail.com oh god i feel bloated too with all this damn sodium god and i'm not the like i'm not like a health guru or anything but damn Stop going out to eat every day. Well, at least I'm not flying in helicopters. Um, For those of you that haven't heard yet, um, former L.A. Lakers star and general basketball legend Kobe Bryant was killed Sunday morning in a helicopter crash in Southern California. Uh, This has been confirmed. Uh, The 41-year-old was in a helicopter that crashed around 10 a.m. in the foggy conditions above Calabasas. Um... According to reports, everyone aboard the helicopter, which was a total of five people, uh, did die, and the crash ignited a brush fire, making it more difficult for firefighters and emergency personnel to get to the crash site. Uh, we like to, you know, we're sending our thoughts out to his wife, Vanessa, and their four daughters. Um, you know, keep them in your thoughts. I mean, they just, you know, it, it's never easy to lose somebody like that, so... Um, Lots of support sh- coming from the uh, sports world, um, you know. But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of sad to hear. It's you know, it sucks. You never know when your tickets up, your tickets up, and not much you can do about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's sad. I mean, like you said, you know, we'll keep our prayers and thoughts and uh, everything for uh, for that family and stuff, and uh, hopefully everything works out for them and. Uh, you know, and they can, you know, mourn this loss in peace and not have a bunch of media up their asses. Yeah. Um, move on to something a little bit lighter and, you know, a little more positive. Uh, everybody knows I'm a bit of an electric vehicle geek uh, when it comes down to it. So electric vehicle maker Rivian has released some information. Uh, they said expect prices lower than previously announced when they released their new electric vehicles. Um, their truck and SUV uh, originally, they were slated to run around sixty-nine to seventy-two thousand. However, they said it should be coming out for less than that. Uh, no actual release date yet, but apparently, you can pre-order for a refundable deposit of a thousand dollars. Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's anything else here. I read through it earlier, but <laughs> um, the big thing they're working on is rolling out a network of charging stations because they said nobody can charge a, an electric vehicle the way the manufacturer can charge an electric vehicle, which I guess kind of makes sense because, you know, it makes it compati- more compatible. So I'm kind of interested to see where that comes out. That should be fun. What do you got over there today? Uh, I'm trying to actually find the actual story now, but I kind of can't find it out. But uh, Antonio Brown, as everyone knows, a few days ago was uh, actually had turned himself in from a arrest, an arrest warrant uh, that had actually went out in uh, Florida. Uh, he has now been released um, on bond, and within those five days of being released, he has to seek mental um, health care. He has to release his guns to his lawyer, um, and he is also on a GPS uh Ankle monitor. Yeah. Um, as most know, he uh, assaulted a delivery truck driver that was delivering actual furniture from his home t- into Florida. Uh, also, it, they charged him with burglary because uh, he was uh, also damaging other stuff that was on the truck that was not his other property. Um, of course, he was trying to actually take it and yeah. 
the truck driver told me it wasn't his. The truck driver... Uh, Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the truck driver called the called 911 and said that he believed he was high. Uh, AB turned himself in at 11 o'clock at night. Um, at that time, they did a drug test and found out that he was on... High as fuck! On a bunch of different fucking drugs. Um, so he also has to go through daily drug tests at the same time. Okay. Um, for all you Antonio Brown fans... Burn his fucking jersey. Um, I don't respect this man anymore. Burn, baby, burn. Disco <laughs> Inferno. Sorry, I had to go there. Um, you know, I used to like him. You know, as a player at one time. Uh, you know, he, he was a humble man, but uh, apparently, uh, he's gone fucking cuckoo. So, you know what? I, dur, dur, dur. I, I like to. And, and you know what the best part was? I watched the video of this, of the actual, like, him being released and the judge and shit like that. Yep. The judge, which is a female, was a total bitch, and she goes, I don't care, you're a celebrity. She goes, you're not going to make a mockery of my court. Nice. So she which literally. It should be. So she handed out of the law, and the lawyer was trying to, like, you know, like, <laughs> trying to, like, fight for him and shit like that. And she goes, this is not the time to fight. This is only the arraignment. <laughs> So, you know, I, I give credit to the lawyer, or to the, not the lawyer, but to the judge, yep. for, you know, for her being a bitch and being like, I don't care, you're a celebrity, but you're getting this, this, and this handed to you. So Which you is know, as it should be. Which as it should be. You know, I mean, hey, you want to do the crime? Guess what? You need to do the time, too. Exactly. So you know, and It's nice to see that, you know, the, some equality as far as the justice goes, because let's face it, we all know that celebrities get off a lot easier than the rest of us do. Um well, yeah, because they get the money. Well, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to the best possible defense. Unless you can't afford a lawyer, then you get one assigned to you. And you hope you get a good defense. Well, that uh, is true. Honestly, though, having had an assigned lawyer in the past, I will say I have no complaints. Um, I had an assigned lawyer for family court when I was going through custody and visitation. And he worked his ass off for me. And we, I didn't do, I did okay. I mean, it obviously didn't get the, the, the perfect response, but, you know, I did the best I could considering where we are. So I can't complain. And, and I'm not saying anything bad, like, you know, that, you know, appointed lawyers are good or bad, but there are some out there that are really good. There's some out there that are really bad. Um, but uh, AB is getting what he deserves right now. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait until more, more of the story gets released of, uh, you know, what kind of sentence he's going to get. Um, other than that, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see where that goes uh, from there because you know, you, and you compare it what any of us might get. So yeah, I think there's going to be. I'm from the sounds of it, he's going to get the book thrown at him just like any of us wouldn't. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that comes through because I'm sick and tired of seeing celebrities get away with whatever the hell they want to. Absolutely, I mean it's 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 come down to where you know. You're sick of seeing shit going on right now, and it's just, it's a mess. <laughs> um, shite. Uh, sorry. Ah, son of a bitch. There we go. <laughs> I just cleared what I was trying to read. I had something here I was going to read, and it just, like, hit the wrong button on the phone. Um, oh, congrats to SU for beating Pitt yesterday in men's basketball. It was a good game. Um, got a little nervy for a bit, but, you know, they ended up winning, so we're good with that. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see what else is going on in the world. Uh, as I said, in the last couple of days, I've done a couple of social events, so I haven't been as caught up with what's going on as I probably should be, but I don't go out very often, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I, you know, I do want to shout out real fast to uh, Home Team Pub. Um, oh, yeah, I, definitely. You and I were there last night for an event. Um, I won't get into details what the event was. It was a friend's birthday uh, party. It was a friend's birthday party, yeah. That's fine. Um, I got to say, um, the party had pizza and wings at it. Um the drinks were actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, the pricing. I mean, working in a bar, my full-time job, I, I, I keep an eye on drink prices in general. And I have to say their prices were exceed, extremely reasonable. Um, not the cheapest I've seen, not the most expensive, but definitely reasonable. Um, and the food was good. And, I mean, it was. A, it's a nice venue. It's a nice space, too. 
Uh, had a good time, and uh, yeah. The pizza was amazing. The wings were pretty good. Uh, they had uh, a mixture of uh, mild wings and a a Parmesan uh, garlic wing. Sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, I got to say, I'm not a Parmesan garlic wing guy. Um, I don't really like it, but uh, those were actually really fucking amazing last night. Like, the combination, the, the ratio between the Parmesan and the garlic was spot on. Needs more garlic. <laughs> well, maybe a little, bit, maybe a little bit more garlic, but it was fucking amazing. It really was. So, the, um, oh, god. So yeah, definitely. I would, you know, if you're in the Syracuse area looking for a place to go, I definitely recommend them. Okay. Uh, quick uh, update now that I just got. Uh, as everyone heard, uh, my wife was yelling down bell to me. Uh, this is really sad, actually, guys. Um, Colby's thirteen-year-old. Uh, 13-year-old died in the crash. Oh, shit. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I didn't even get that one yet. Son of a bitch. Just updated on TMZ. God damn. God damn. That's just... No, fuck. That's just not I'm going to the article right now. Mine has an update. I'm on Google and it has Uh, an update. Kobe Bryant dies in helicopter crash. Daughter also killed. Son of a bitch. Uh, you know, my now my heart really goes out to this family. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, at twelve thirty-five p.m., uh, Kobe's daughter, uh, Gina Marie, aka Gigi, was also on board the helicopter and died in the crash. In, in the crash, uh, reports for Kobe tells TMZ uh, Sports she was thirteen. Damn. Uh, we're told there were there were. They were on on their way to the uh, Mamba Academy for a basketball practice when the crash occurred. Uh, the academy is in nearby uh, Thousand Oaks. Damn. Um, I'm I'm not gonna read the rest of this, but uh, you know, my, I, uh, I I don't know what to say. Um, that just sucks. It's uh, it's very sad. So you know, I mean. You know, I mean, we're talking about a you know eighteen All Star an eighteen All Time team that he was on twenty year career with the Lakers. Uh, he was a first round pick in '96, dra- uh, drafted in '96, first round pick, uh, winning of five NBA championships, two NBA, two NBA Finals MVPs, and he was the league's MVP in '08. Um, so, damn, I damn. Damn, I, I you know I I got nothing on that. I really that that's kind of a real downer there. Um, I know that sounds kind of like I don't know. It, it just sucks, you know. It it it, it does because I mean you don't want to you don't want to hear about you know a, a kid being killed in you know in anything. Yeah. You know I mean especially your own you know especially if it was your own kid. Um, my heart goes out for the mother and the wife. Um, and, you know, to the rest of her siblings, um, I'm not sure how many kids Kobe has. Four. Um, but the rest goes out to, you know, my, you know, to their family and, you know, her brothers and sisters and her mother and, you know, Kobe's wife. Uh, may he rest in peace. Uh, he sure was a true legend in, uh, basketball. And, uh, you know what, maybe we'll all see you one day again. Yeah, Damn. Um. Damn. Okay, I, I gotta move on to something here. Um, just because we need to move something a little less down. Yeah, there's no more bad updates about this crash. Yeah. Um. Now we all know I'm a bit of a tinkerer and geek when it comes to like design and shit. So, um, if you, well, most people frequent YouTube on a regular basis, but. If you're on you, next time you're on YouTube, um, take a look at a uh, channel called the Slingshot Channel, and take a look at his instant Legolas. Instant <laughs> what? Instant Legolas. What the fuck is that? Yeah, I figured as much. You got to expand your horizons a bit in your uh, fantasy genres there. Legolas. The, the only the, fantasy things that I usually get involved in is usually trying to dress my wife up, my wife up as a cat. Yeah, that's the whole point, Bill. 
That's we, a- we have to expand your educational boundaries here a bit. What Legolas, if I, if I dress up as a superhero then? No, Legolas was the uh, one of the main characters in the Hobbit series. Um, like the Lord of the Rings series. I don't series. think my wife would look good as a Hobbit. I'm just going to leave that alone. But um, <laughs> he, the thing is, Leg- the, the whole... Tolkien's elves, you know, Tolkien's concept of elves were that Ooh, they, were, elf. uh, they were excellent archers and could fire super, fa- you know, fire arrows super fast and extremely accurately. So, Jörg Sprave, who runs the Slingshot channel and does all the videos there, has developed what he calls, he's nicknamed the Instant Legolas. And what it is, it's a magazine and firing system for a bow. And it it straps onto your bow, the string goes through the system, and it's a magazine for up to six arrows. And what it does is... I think I've seen this video on uh, Facebook. Yes, and you draw back, and there's a trigger on it, so, like, anybody anybody that's in archery will know what, like, you know, essentially... I I know there's a term for it, and I can't think of it now, but there's the trigger setup that straps to your wrist for bow hunting, usually... That's kind of built into this thing, and it's, it makes it, you know, you can rip off arrows, like, super quick, and it's fairly accurate. But I'll tell you, the sheer amount of engineering that has gone into this thing, and, oh, excuse me, he doesn't write out plans ahead of time. He designs on the fly. And the, but the, what he's done to create this through its, I think it's on the 10th generation now, and I'll tell you, it, it's crazy to watch. Uh, definitely worth checking out the videos because it is, it's absolutely insane and it's cool as hell. So definitely check that out. Um, he's garnering some more international attention because, um, you know, it's, it's starting to get people's attention now because he's basically making archery more available to, you know, the multitudes, the masses and seeing as how, Firearms are less accessible in most of the world, but violence isn't. Yeah, give them something to even up the score a little bit. <laughs> that it would. That it would. Um. So yeah, it's a. Um. Let's see. So yeah, definitely worth checking out. Like I said, it's always about the engineering. Um. I saw something else here. I'm trying to find. Um. Yeah. Shoot, I just scrolled by it. Where'd it go? You know, I've been sitting here, in, you know, the last few weeks and been bored on my mind and nothing to freaking do, but I'm seriously thinking about, you know, my wife's going to be going back to work here pretty soon, which means we're, we're going to be sitting pretty good. Um, once we get the bills cut up, I'm actually thinking about, you know, I have the room down here where we do our podcast, mm-hmm. and I have a workbench across the way here, yep. just across from us where we actually set up. I've actually been thinking about getting into doing some tinkering myself. It's a lot of fun. I like to tinker. I like to build. I just need time to do it lately because I've been freaking... Well, I have to squeeze like, out I time got, to do this. The thing is, is I, got, I got plenty of time to, you know, do stuff like that, you know, most of the time when I'm not doing this, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, I mean, my thing is, is lately just to get my mind off from other things. Mm-hmm. Um I, I got to find something to to really do, and I, I I've been been contemplating either a maybe doing and working either with metal or b working with wood. I haven't really decided yet what I'm going to do yet. Yep. Um, but then again, I was also thinking about getting back into building model cars again. There you go. You know, nothing wrong with that though. I mean, I used to build a, my own custom exhaust on model cars. You know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Might do that again. Who knows? <laughs> but then again, I was also thinking about making a potato cannon too at the same time. Oh, potato cannons are fun. <laughs> <laughs> they can be, yes. I, 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 well, depending on the diameter, uh, you can also sometimes shoot corn cobs with them too. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I had a little bit of trouble when I was younger for that. But uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think you want me doing corn cobs. I got a few people I say, hey, bend over. <laughs> uh, I got quite a few of those. Uh, Everybody knows that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, interesting. I, I just kind of scrolling through an article that popped up here. Um, 
I am actually, well, <clears throat> I'm going to let the our listeners know real fast. I am actually working on something. Um, I, uh, I'm going to reach out to an actual former race car driver that used to race at the Oswego Speedway, actually, in Oswego, New York. Um, he was banned from the Oswego Speedway for the longest time, and I guess he is going to be making a reappearance. I guess this year, I guess. I guess his ban must be lifted or something. I don't know. But I'd like to get him on the show to find out. I think that'd be something to, something interesting to, to really maybe sink our teeth into. I'm down with that. Um, huh, interesting. So, I, you know, actually, yeah. I, I'm just kind of scrolling through. This just popped up here, but um, a, uh, the Army... Actually, the military in general has started broadening their horizons in regards to uh, what faith lines are accepted and recognized, and you know, you know what exceptions can be granted in regards to those. Um, we most I mean, obviously we you know noted the Sikh faith, which requires the hair, beard, and turban, has been accepted, and um, I'm just reading a. First, a sergeant first class from uh, the Nevada Army Guard um, has been granted the exemption to grow his beard out to follow his. Hold on, I want to. I want to. I want to find it here so that I can quote it properly. Uh, so he has. Uh, they've been granted a religious accommodation to grow a beard in accordance with a Norse pagan faith that traces its origins to Scandinavia, which I think is pretty damn cool. Um, an open open mindedness um, in the military is something you don't always see. So, seeing this coming into being is definitely, I'd say, a positive thing. Um, well, they they started doing this whole open mindedness stuff with the ask don't tell uh, strategy. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, Let's get it right. It's the same now thing. nobody gives a shit. Um, and it's about damn time. And, and it, <laughs> And I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm not. Um, You're about to. No, I wasn't. When you say I'm not saying anything bad about it, that was always a preface that you're about to say something something bad bad about it. it, But I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I really don't. Um, The only thing I did want to say about it was is um, when it first came out, um, the and and maybe you remember this because I know I do. Um, My ex brother in law was actually in the service at the time, and he was stationed at Walter Reed Hospital for getting hurt in Afghanistan. And two lieutenants um, who were gay and were a couple didn't believe in the don't ask, don't tell. Um, so they actually chained themselves to the White House fence. Yep. Um, by doing that, of course, I mean, you're, you're talking about freaking <laughs> the world's biggest freaking... Uh, <laughs> world's biggest uh you know things not to do and what you can be arrested for and you know be tried for and be sitting in prison for um you see here's the thing nobody should ever have to be tried or sit in prison or any of that for being who they are as long as it's not hurting anybody else that's what i was getting to um but for what they did yes i do feel that you know that they should not have they've they, they should have chained themselves to the fucking the uh white house fence um they were deranked, um, put in jail. Yeah, but see, these days that should all be expunged and deleted because of the fact that the um, what they were protesting actually has been the forward thinking has come around, so they're finally able to be who they are without getting in trouble. So I but, personally, I think that the, should but be. But the law is though, is you can protest, but you can't protest by chaining yourself to the White House fence. Did they trespass on White House property? No, they did not enter the property. Right, well, I agree with that one, but the, law, peaceful, but the law, but the law states as no, a law, though too. It is a peaceful protest. Eh, well, I, apparently the apparently the government doesn't feel it's a peaceful they, protest. They were, I, I believe, guess they, threw, they were. Some, someone said they threw the key over the fence. Well, it, it is what it is. But here's the thing: is that if I remember correctly, they were tried and convicted for being gay in the military. That was it. And being I open about it, but yeah, it is what it is. It is what, what it is. is. Um, oh, but sorry. it's good My to see that it, are it, raging it's, today. It's good to see that the 
you know, military is, you know, moving on to bigger and better things. So. Give everybody a chance to defend the country they love. Oh, holy shite. I'm trying to breathe. My sinuses are just raging today. Oh, never fails. You raging. Know? Yes. Um, let's see. So if I'm seeming a little slow today, that's why. It's just like I said, between last two nights of actually going out with people like I don't normally do. And uh, well, here's the thing, though. And I, I don't want to sound antisocial because I'm really not antisocial. I don't get me wrong. My idea of a good night is sitting at home with my dogs, having a beverage, watching some, you know, watching a movie, whatever, you know, or binging some TV shows. Uh, from Hulu, Netflix, whatever. That'll get you a good laugh. What? I just say you something. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but the last two nights, I had um, events going on, and that yeah, doesn't make me laugh, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I thought maybe it would. <laughs> no, because it, it's exactly what people are fighting against. Well, um, I kind of read it, and I thought it was kind of funny. The... Only because it had, yeah, but butt head in there. Yeah, well, that's so. That's a whole different. It's a whole different track there, and that's. But anyway, let me get back to what I was saying. Um, I don't go out a lot because over the years I find that I don't particularly enjoy being in crowds of people the way I, I never used to mind. Um, I guess the term for it is social anxiety. So yeah, I got it. It's there, but I also generally will not allow it to keep me from doing things that I want to do to enjoy life. The drawback is, two nights in a row, I feel goddamn wrung out, like freaking, like, you know, somebody took and wrung out a towel, and that's how you feel, because it's the stress that's created by being there and enjoying yourself, but that part of your brain that says, this is bad, this is bad, get out of here, get out of here, it's constantly running in the background. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that feels that way. But what I'm going to say is, me personally, I refuse to let it run my life. That's why I can go out to a friend's birthday party. I can go out to a get-together for my high school class, my old high school class. We're going on a 30-year reunion this year. Holy shit. And, you know, catch up with people you and have a fuck. good time. Yeah, you know. Um, but, you know, like I say, I, I, I see on Facebook, I'll see people posting it. Oh, I, I hate going out. I have social... In- no, listen. If you have something like that going on, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to take medications for it, or you're just going to say, fuck it, and do your best to live your life. And, you know, just... You might not go out as often, but don't ever let it keep you from doing something that you want to do to have a good time and connect with the people who matter to you. That's the thing. Is it? You can't let shit like this interfere with connecting with the people that matter that, that's really what it comes down to well exactly uh, well the thing is is i'd be drained though too if i had like you did a party on friday night yeah yeah a two nights I, in a row, a two nights in a row i would be i'd be feeling it too i mean i am <laughs> i am feeling it today and on top of that all the crazy food didn't help i mean so it's like yeah this is why i'm kind of feeling it today. i mean think about it i mean we did that uh we did a fundraiser uh back in august of last year mm-hmm and it was two days. By Sunday, I was fucking drained. Yep. You know, and I'm like... Uh, I was there for that, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, we both were there. I mean, by the end of Sunday, I'm like, you know what? I can't move. I was feeling it. You know, um, and then by, by Monday morning, I'm like, oh... And that time I didn't, wasn't working, so I mean, I guess I, I, got, <laughs> I got to sleep in. And anyways, Monday morning, but still, I mean, Monday morning, I'm like, you know, I'm glad I didn't have to go to work because if I had to go to work, I'd been like, oh, exactly. And I think a lot of people, my my biggest issue here is that so many people will use things like this as an excuse to not involve themselves in life. Hashtag my ex wife. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, did I say but, that loud? Sorry. But here's the thing: is that you can't let these things get in the way of enjoying life and and again connecting to the people that matter um because once you disconnect yourself from everybody that matters there's no point in continuing and i'm not saying that i'm not saying that in a bad way but 
And we're back. Sorry about that little brief blip there that you all probably didn't even notice because of the magic of podcasting. But unfortunately, an important phone call came in that had to be taken, so that's why we paused. Uh, I was going to go back and actually play back where we were at, but... Fuck it. Fuck it. I, I, I wonder where we're at anyways. <laughs> we're like, we're oh, moving on. Fuck son it. of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> anyways, this is brought to you today by our unsponsored uh, coffee maker, Death Wish Coffee. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of missing my Death Wish right now, but I also need to get myself rehydrated and get all this damn salt flushed out of my system. You sure you don't want one? Come on, they're oh. really tasty. Dude, my belly is eight kinds of fuck today. It's really tasty. Oh. Might actually help your stomach. No. I <laughs> I had a cup this morning, first thing, and it just my belly's been rebelling all day. I did take a couple to work and I gave them to a couple of my coworkers at work and they, they said they they liked it, but they said it was way too strong for them. <laughs> um I I shared it work as well and yeah. Um, actually, though, I got the, I did not get that in my response. Or, I got, today's podcast is brought to you by Gibberish. Oh, yes, I can't, my brain just decided to shut off for a minute. Um, so anyway, a pack of eight dogs exterminate 730 rats in just seven hours. I literally was like just scrolling through my Google News list here, and that popped up, and I'm like, "The fuck?" <laughs> oh, let's see. Cats are actually a lot less efficient in catching and killing rodents than dogs. <laughs> I could have told you that. I don't know about that one because my cat can actually catch a fucking mouse. Yeah, we're talking rats here. He probably can catch a rat too. Well. I, no, I has, from, no, wait a minute, hold on. He has brought a bunny to the fucking house before. Was it dead? Yes. Damn. Um, I know from watching our dogs that they are definitely good at ratting, so yes. Golden Retrievers, not so much, because they bring them to you alive to show, show you their toy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a cat. Been there, done that. But the terriers, oh my god. Um... So anyway, the Suffolk and Norfolk Rat Pack, obviously this is in the UK, specializes in training dog breeds that are genetically designed to catch rats. And they travel all around the UK helping farmers clean up their rat-infested properties in a matter of hours. The most successful endeavor yet occurred earlier this month, month when a pack of eight dogs managed to kill no less than 730 rats in only seven hours. That's what the dogs are bred for. It's in their DNA to hunt, said Ed Cook, the company's 34-year-old manager. We don't really have to train them because it's their instinct to catch and kill rats. All dogs will play fetch, but these dogs go to extreme lengths to catch the rats. Um, this took place at a pig farm near I in Suffolk on uh, January 12th with the eight dogs of various breeds. Norfolk Terrier, Whippet, which is a terrier, Patterdale, which is a terrier, etc., working tirelessly and efficiently at finding and killing all the rodents they could find. Before the eight dogs, oh, wait a second, there we go. Uh, before the eight dogs were released, the farm was crawling with rodents, some over one kilogram heavy, which is uh, a little more than half a pound, I think. I, I can't remember what the conversion is there, but um, but in less than a standard eight-hour workday, the canines managed to clean up the massive infestation. Some of these rats were almost as big as the dogs. It was incredible to watch. The dogs are incredibly brave, and it's remarkable how many rats they can catch. They just love it, Ed added. When rats are poisoned, it's a horrendous death. It can take up to 48 hours. It's slow and painful. This method is traditional and brings working dogs into good use. And the longest it takes... The longest it takes... Wait, the longest it takes three to four... Oh, at the longest, it takes three to four seconds for the terriers to make the kill. I will vouch for that because I have seen it done. Um, even for the guys at Suffolk and Norfolk Rat Pack, the 730 rats caught in less than seven hours came as a bit of a shock considering they only had eight dogs working the place. It just speaks of their tenacity and natural rat hunting instinct. Um, I think that's pretty damn cool. Um... Oh, they are adorable, too. There's a picture. Jesus. Yeah, the, uh... Wow. 
Uh, this was from MyJoyOnline.com, uh, where that uh, came from. Uh, their source is listed as OddityCentral.com. So, bam, there you go. Um, that, <laughs> that is just like, damn. <laughs> I mean, I've watched dogs like take out mice and rats before, but damn, <laughs> this is insane. Let's see, 730 and 8 hours. That's almost eight, That's almost 100 rats an hour. Damn. That comes down to like, shit, hold on, 730 rats in 8 hours. So, let me bring up my calculator just for shits and giggles. So, 8 hours. Where's the wife when you need her? Times 60 minutes in an hour equals, oh wait, no, hang on, clear, 7 hours, um... Times 60 minutes in an hour is 420 minutes. <laughs> 420. Anyway, uh, so 730 rats divided by 420 minutes equals, that's 1.7 rats. That's like 1.73 rats per minute they're taking out. That's more, That's almost two rats a minute these dogs are taking. Okay, so and I realize that's like... Um, you know, a, more than one dog there, but hang on, it was uh, eight dogs. So, still, eight dogs taking out between them almost two rats a minute. That's pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> it is. I'm just like, I, I'm I'm just like, wow. That is, that's a lot of fucking rats. Um, wow. We need to bring them to Salve. <laughs> Wrong kind of rats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well. well I, I, I have a report from actually CNN. Mm -hmm. it, it's not even politics. Are you shocked? Um, does it involve Kanye West? No. Go for it then. <laughs> actually, I think you might actually like this one. Go for it. So, San Francisco's Forty Nine er Katie so uh, Swers is the first woman. An openly gay coach in Super Bowl history. Oh yeah, I heard about that. People are like, "Why does it matter that she's gay?" Exactly. Because she is a. a, a well, go for it now. I'll a, tell you. A source of Inspired came in 2000, 2014. An historic move at the time. The NBA San Antonio Spurs hired Becky uh, Becky as an assistant coach. Katie Sorzy took notice, posting on Twitter a picture of herself. Of herself saying, coming for the NFL. Um, and that was actually her post. Mm -hmm. uh, now Soria is making history herself, becoming the first woman and openly gay person to coach in a Super Bowl. Sawyer is in her fourth season in the NFL and is an offensive assistant with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, she has done a hell of a job, the 49ers uh, head coach uh, Kyle um, Sheehan said to the NBC Sports Bay Area. And in a promotion uh, microscope, Microsoft Surface commercial, Sawyer, now in her 30s, shared a letter she wrote to herself as a child. I hope someday I will be on a real football team, she said. Later in the, later in the commercial, as a 49ers coach, she said, I'm not just here to be the token, the, the token female. I'm here to help, help us win. Uh, rejected rejected because of her sexual orientation. Sawyer was born in uh, Kansas, again, uh, Huston, Kansas, a community of roughly 3,800 people north of Wichita. Mm -hmm. She grew up playing football with her twin sister, Liz. The, game, the games were informally backyard football, football with the boys. There was no question about playing or not playing, Liz told NBC Sports Bay Area. It was just, it was, it was just, we played, that's it. Sawyer attended uh, Huston College and then Gushin, Gushin College in Indiana, graduated in 2009. She earned her master's degree in kin, kinology? Kinesiology? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. From the University of uh, Central Missouri in 20, 2012. That's one of those very specialized majors that pretty yeah. much only uh, either athletic trainers or coaches use. Yep. Um, at Gushin, which is um, 
firstly with uh, Mennonite Church. Mm-hmm. Sorry competed in soccer, basketball, and track and field. It was then when she came out to family and friends. When it came to when when it came when it came to me coming out to my parents, it was nothing but love and acceptance. Sorry told NBC Sports Bay Area. When her Which is awesome. Exactly. I mean, I think it's this is awesome that you know. I mean, that she came out like this, and I think it's awesome that she's you know this is this is actually going on. Uh, when college play days ended, Sawyer asked about taking a pos- uh, position as a volunteer assistant coach in the Gushens women's basketball team. She said she was uh, turned down because of her sexual orientation. Uh, a related article for this is 49ers uh, <clears throat> George uh, Kettle is. Is treating the family of a fallen American sergeant to the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll get into that one afterwards. Um, I think this is awesome. What you know, what she's doing um, in this, uh, you know, day of age that we're well, we're, we're going through. Here, here's the thing. First of all, it shouldn't matter what your gender orientation is. If you can do the job, you should be doing the job. Oh, I was going to that. However, I, I want to because this is my view. We all know I'm the I'm the liberal motherfucker here, as liberal as I can be anyway, which isn't really you liberal. You asshole. But, um, here's here's the thing. What it does though, by by her being out and in as a public figure like that, provides a positive role model for. Kids, especially teenagers, we're going through a lot of that, the hormones and everything, you know, and they're realizing who they are sexually and everything else. The the fact that they, they can have role models to look up to, whether they're gay, lesbian, trans, whatever, the fact that they can have role models to look up to, to say, okay, if this person can do this, I can too. Because especially in your very conservative, especially your Christian families, conservative Christian families, a lot of these kids get put down, shunned, kicked out, disowned, etc. And that's where you see your increase in teen suicide rates, teen addiction issues, etc., etc. Exactly. Um, So knowing that these, these kids have positive role models that are similar to them I, I i don't know a better word to use but similar to them i think that's a great thing for these these kids to see so i mean part of me is like why does it fucking matter but then by the same token the other part of me is like because it gives kids a role model to look up to to say i can be me and i can do what i want I which mean, i think and, is awesome and, absolutely i mean and and i was actually going to get to that myself is you know having a role model that's you know openly come out excuse me that they're gay you know, and to say that um, is is tough in the first beginning, um, especially with today's society. Mm. Um, well, getting, we now getting to, the hell out of everything uh, these days. Now, <laughs> now getting to you know the Christian beliefs, um, there are a lot of churches today that are starting to turn around. Well, that's why I qualified it as conservative Christians. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I did qualify because exactly. I, rec- I do recognize that, and that's why I did qualify exactly. that. Exactly. And, and I was going <laughs> to, I just want to put it out there real fast, that there are churches that are starting to, you know, openly welcome gays. Now, you see it more in the areas of, like, college and universities. Um, you'll see a lot of these Christian churches, um, you know, they'll start flying the rainbow flag in front of their churches you know Mm -hmm. but if we can start getting the churches in the more rural areas well you'll find to to do the the same thing if you look at history take take a good long look at history well yeah there's plenty of it to look at you'll find that new ideas tend to spread faster when it's centered around places of learning than it does where you're in your you know where your less dense population is absolutely um so it, it's it, it's coming with time but you know it's i mean do i always agree with everything no i don't always agree with everything oh trust me if you all heard some of the conversations we've had on the way to and from work you get that <laughs> <laughs> and here's the here's the thing though i want to throw something out there having said that bill and i do not always agree on things but we don't but we don't hear it on this <laughs> no, 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 not even that but here's the thing, and actually we've had some conversations about th- topics we don't agree on here on the podcast, but I want to say this, is that we never let it interfere with our ability to be friends. Because, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, 
And, and yes, we'll pick on each other about it occasionally. But here's the thing: is that we, despite having differences of opinions on certain t- subjects, there's times where I looked hold. at you and I've said, "I'm like, you're a fucking liberal right now." Yep, <laughs> and, and I have no problem admitting that because I, I'm one of those weirdos that I. There's certain things I'm very conservative on, certain things I'm very liberal on. Most things I'm pretty middle of the road on. Um, I'm, and sometimes I'm just stubborn and dumb. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> My wife will even contest to that too. She'll tell me. But, but that's the thing. is, that I think if more people in this world started to realize that just because you have a different thought or opinion on something from someone else, it doesn't make that person wrong or evil or anything else. It means you have two separate opinions and the opinions are based on experience and no two people will ever have the exact same experience in life so you know what i say about opinions they're like assholes everybody has one and some of them stink exactly <laughs> some of them all stink but here, here's the thing though it's like i said experience or opinion is based on experience and no two people will ever have the same experience in life even Absolutely. like if, if bill and i clean slate walked through a haunted house attraction for example we would have we would each carry away a totally different experience from or a totally different opinion from that experience um it's the same way if we read the if we both read the holy bible uh, it's a great work of fiction see <laughs> you believe in a different way i believe in another way see I, there you go exactly but that's the thing is that but that was know, the that's the whole point that i'm saying right here yes that we're both saying right now you know you believe in it's a fiction you know a fictional book I just like I, I believe said, a lot of it actually relates to me what it says. So I mean that's if and if something and here's the here's the interesting concept part of this. It doesn't matter whether it's technically a quote unquote holy book or not. That we're gonna take that entirely out of the equation. But if there is a story out there of some type that inspires you to be the best person you can be it doesn't matter where it came from. It doesn't matter no. what its origins are. It doesn't no. matter if it's been rewritten 8 million times. All it matters is that story to you is an inspiration to be the exactly. best person you can be. And, and, that, and I, that's what I it can comes agree with you. I can agree with you on that one, actually. Whether it's, whether it's the Bible, whether it's something by James Patterson, whatever. Whether it's Peter uh, Pan. I don't even care if it's fucking Stephen King. Exactly. If it inspires you to be the best person you can be, run with it. Now, if that inspires you to do things that you know interfere with other people's ability to have their life, liberty, and happiness, then it's wrong. You know, but yeah, we won't get into that. <laughs> but here's a, that's the thing is that I've always said that always do the best you can be. You know, do always do the best you can to be the best person you can be, as long as it doesn't interfere with anybody's opportunities to have you know to live their to have their life, liberty, and happiness. And because once you start interfering with other people's life, liberty, and happiness, you're just being an asshole. Yeah, and not in a good way like we are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, we've been friends now for two, three years now. Yeah. And shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I don't agree on everything you agree on. You don't agree on everything I agree on. I, shit. I've told you. But we you, have enough common ground that it we works. We have enough common ground that it fucking works. You know? You know? And like, or, or if I come up with you with an idea and be like, no, maybe you should do it this way and see if it works. Mm-hmm. And, and that's like I said. I wish more people would look at life like that because this would be a much sometimes nicer I take, place. Sometimes I take the advice. Sometimes I don't. Other times you call me an asshole, and I say yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it, you know. That's what about what that's what life is about. Yes, you know. Um, but I, I'm, I want to get into this other related story. That's give um, me one second. I just got an update through my news that yes, uh, Kobe's daughter Gianna was in the helicopter with him and did die in the crash. So yes. uh, that is confirmed now. Yes. So, anyway, sorry I had to throw that out there, but um, I realize that as most of you listen to this, you'll this will be old news, but we're getting it as we're recording. So. Absolutely. So uh, the related article to this uh, other Forty Nine er article we were just reading about uh, Katie, um, player from Forty Nine ers, George uh, Kettle is treating a family of a fallen American sergeant to the Super Bowl. Uh, with coaching being my final uh, destination in, in terms of what I want to do, I thought it would be would be natural to ask if I could be volu- be a volunteer assistant coach. And my coaching called me to in well this is, um, 
that's going into the rest of her story, actually. But <laughs> George Kettle actually uh, set up and worked with um, a couple uh, groups um, to make this happen. Um, now, he is invited, uh, gave two tickets to a family that uh, a uh, woman's husband and their kid's father um, had died in um, Iraq. Okay, um, so the family of a fallen soldier. Got yes. It. Okay. So, um, and this is the actual sad part of actually the story. Um, he was killed the same day in Iraq, the same day he was supposed to come home, and it was also the same day of their him and his wife's anniversary. Oh, fuck. Damn. Um, that yeah, sucks. That, yeah. that just fucking... So, um, he actually stepped up. Um, donated money to two organizations to help bring this this family to actually the Super Bowl, um, which was his wife and his son. Um, and I think it's amazing that you know one player actually did, you know stepped up and did this uh, for a uh, to, for a family of a you know fallen soldier. That, that's pretty awesome. Um, so you know, kudos to uh, to uh, George Kettle for doing that. Um, I'm probably not rooting for your team. I'm probably going to root for the Kansas City Chiefs on uh, next Sunday. But, uh, you know, I, I, I wish everybody the best of luck. Um, may the best team win. So I'm going to take this off serious shit for a little bit here. That's a good idea. Uh, I just pulled up Sci-Fi Wire here. And oh you're looking at our favorite beards of the past decade. Our favorite beards of the beards. past decade? Beards. Beards. You know, like this this wonderful, glorious thing on my face. Yeah, that you probably need to die again. Uh, well, Your grays are starting to come through. Honestly, that that was just a pure like whim off the, off the cuff, spur of the moment thing. It because, actually looked really better. Well, except the problem is that black dye went green. So I had more of a green tint to my grays, which sucked. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, but by the same token, I'm the type that's like, fuck it. I'll, I'll go green with my beard. They do make dye, though, I think, for beards. Oh, yeah. That. Well, this is, we were actually, Jesus. <laughs> Earthquake. Um, Jesus. We were actually coloring kids. a dog, and there was some of the black left over. She wasn't too thrilled because it came out green, trust me. But um, So anyway, let me hit you with some of the uh, top beards of the decade. Uh, number one on the list was Chris Evans' Captain America beard, uh, which unfortunately he shaved off for Endgame. Um, second on the list, John Wick's beard. Keanu Reeves and John Wick. He's kind of got that short but well-trimmed look to the beard. So, um, oh, Fat Thor's braided beard. <laughs> That sounds like oh, that sounds like the, the name of some um, craft brewery's like new brew. They're gonna they're gonna sell a beer that's called Fat Thor's Braided Beard, <laughs> spelled B E E R E D. So if you have a, a brewery and you're trying to come up with a good name for a beer, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I gotta admit, Fat Thor was funny as hell. Um, then we go to Seneca Crane's show off. Capital Beard. Uh, and if you don't, don't remember, Seneca Crane was in the first Hunger Games movie. He had that crazy, loopy, swirly short beard, but um, I'll admit, I looked at it and went, how the fuck do you make it look like that? <laughs> but it was pretty neat. Um, let's see. Then we have Oh, Game of Thrones. That's why I didn't recognize it. Tormund Giants Bane's Mega Ginger Beard. Ginger, no soul. <laughs> uh, Black Panther. Oh, Mabaku, uh, the best in Wakanda. He was uh, the gorilla guy, I think. So he made the list. And we have Spock's Sullen Beard. Uh, let's see. So this was from Star Trek Discovery, which was the young Spock. And he had that uh, sullen beard. That, that makes me laugh. Um, okay, Luke Skywalker's hermit beard. That's probably the closest to what mine looks like. <laughs> I'm rocking the Luke Skywalker beard. Um, Henry Cavill gets an honorary mention for his majestic mustache uh, from Mission Impossible Fallout. Let's see... 
Another honorable mention is Paddington's facial fuzz. Yes, they know it's cheating, but come on. Which gentleman wore a full face of hair better this past decade than our dear Paddington bear? <laughs> All right, then. Now, now, here's the thing. I mean, I actually... I, I've never actually watched the movie. I should, because I grew up with Paddington Bear stories um, and having a Paddington Bear teddy bear in my room. Um, the I here, can't right now. If you didn't have a teddy bear as a kid, you had a sorely lacking childhood. Um, I'm not saying anything. You're right. There's nothing to say. The um, dude, bears are freaking teddy bears, freaking rock, and it's better than having blankies. And the cats suck on. The um, here's here's the other thing though, my old Paddington bear. If I you know, I gotta go look, but I think the last time I checked, it's actually worth some money now. So it's technically a collector's item. Not that I would sell it, but you know, I'm Let me just ask you a question. When did you stop sleeping with it? Probably. Actually, I never slept with that one. The uh, when, did I, you, when did you stop sleeping with a stuffed animal? Um, about the time I started sleeping with dogs. No, I actually, I was always the kid that had like eight pillows in the bed just because I could get in the right position to sleep comfortably. That's so, what they all say. Eh, tis what it is. And that one bear that he did sleep with had a hole in it for when he was a teenager. Nope. <laughs> nope. You, you he, never... was trying to, he was trying to attach a freaking pocket pussy to it. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Nope, doesn't work that way. Um, oh. Ooh, I know what I'm watching this evening. Speaking of the Slingshot channel again, uh, Jörg just released a new um, episode, One Step Closer to the AR-15 of Archery. He's working on developing a high-capacity magazine for a repeating crossbow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, definitely worth checking this channel out because just some of the shit he's come up with lately... I mean, a lot of it started with slingshots and, you know, basically rubber-powered weapons. But I'll tell you, some of the engineers... He, is, he has launched uh, bowling balls. He has launched saw blades, darts, like metal-tip darts. Uh, this guy's crazy as hell, and I like him. Because <laughs> I can fucking relate. Um, I just don't have the space to launch shit like that because my neighbors would take issue, I'm sure. Um, ugh. God damn, my sinuses are raging still. Um, just seeing if there's anything else here. We already talked about, yeah. Um, talked about the beards. Uh, I think I've covered everything I've got over here. Because um, uh, I'm not getting into federal politics today. Yeah, I'm not either. Not get into local politics today. Fuck no. <laughs> um, let's see. Pitt loses at Syracuse. Yep, dropping six straight to Orange. Um, so yeah, as you did beat Pitt yesterday, we know that. The um, uh, where did it go here? I, I, oh. Yeah, SU beat Pitt 69-61 on Saturday. So congratulations to SU. Uh, nice to see the hometown team doing well. They, they've been a little hit or miss the last few years. So uh, definitely good with seeing the positives now. Um, I was going to get into this article, but I really don't want to. That's fine. We're, it's, about, we're, it's about P. Diddy. Black music has never been respected by the Grammys. Like, really? I'm, no, we're not going there today. <laughs> yeah, I'm making an executive not. veto on that. <laughs> veto the shit. Oh. Fuck no. Oh, damn, stretching. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. I, I mean, that's everything I got. You got anything else over there? I do. I do have another one for, from P. Diddy. Uh, I don't know. That's almost as bad as Kanye. Uh, no, this article actually is pretty good, actually, I think. I never really read it, but I'm going to get it real fast. Um, uh, P. Diddy sparks uh, donations for cancer for cancer patient. 100 iPads for sick kids. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'll give them um, that. This was on TMZ. Uh, P. Diddy is helping shine a light on a group of children battle battling cancer, and now the kids are getting brand new iPads. Uh, here's the deal. Former celebrity weed dealer Mike... 
uh, Tolson launched a uh, viral campaign to get Diddy to join their crusade to help kids fighting cancer and and get them a segment on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Ellen! Uh, Ellen! Ellen. The children at Miami-based nonprofit Fighting All Monsters uh, appeared uh, in a viral video with Snoop Dogg dancing to Diddy's hit song, Bad Boys, for a... (laughs) Snoop for life. And asking him to to vibe, vibe with them. Uh, Diddy caught wind of the of the uh, intervention and blasted the video out Thursday uh, to his uh, nearly. Are you having fucking fun over there? I just warm up my hand. It's getting chilly uh, down here. To his nearly 16 million Instagram followers, and now the group says tons of folks want to get involved. Since Diddy reposted, we're told someone donated a hundred iPods worth twenty-one thousand dollars to the children in the video. And excellent at Apple's asked the nonprofit about ways to aid aid the kids. That's pretty awesome. What's more, what's more, we're told fam, which supports uh, prostatic cancer uh, cancer patients, has been an inf- uh and inflex and full and folks asking for volunteers with more than 300 people blowing up their up their inbox with an hour with an hour of Diddy's post. Yep. Um, as you know, next <coughs> week's Super Bowl is being played in Miami, and we're told uh, Diddy's uh, post inspired someone to donate two tickets to the big game. Yes, two lucky kids will get to go. That's fucking awesome. Uh, well, I mean, the sad part is, here, here's my only thought on that. And I'm not knocking it by any stretch of the imagination, but how do you pick two kids to go? Obviously, the sickest kids aren't going to be able to go because you can only take so much equipment with you before it becomes really... Well, well let's, let me read the rest of the story and we'll maybe it's on here. Oh, well, okay. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm Diddy's, jumping the gun, Yeah, it. you're jumping the gun here, buddy. Uh, Diddy's getting getting even more involved, he told his team reached out to FAM and they're planning something big. Nice. Uh, that's it. So it doesn't say anything about who the, how they pick the kids. It doesn't say how they're picking the kids. So no. basically it's going to be like the super sick kids are not going to be able to go. Then they're gonna, you know, go between the the, the somewhat sick kids and the not so sick kids. <clears throat> it's yeah, yeah, you know, sucks. I, I overthink things. It, I admit it. Well, no, I mean, it, I think it's a great cause. What you know, what he's doing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's things that you know that I disagree with Diddy, but to to do what you're doing right now to help sick kids, you know, um, maybe socially. Because um, I mean, let's face it. I mean. Having an iPod is iPad. iPad, sorry. <laughs> iPods are so uh, yeah, 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> to have an iPad, um, it, it's amazing. I mean, because I mean, kids could do so much with it. You know, they could talk to friends, play video games. Uh, you know, so so in a way, I mean, to help these kids, you know, maybe reach out to other people and share their stories too would, would be a great thing. Mm-hmm. Now, something I would mind seeing is maybe they get an app together for these kids where people could write these kids letters or something like that to, you know, maybe help them, you know, cope with their, you know, their illness. See, I, and I, it's what's interesting is I, I listened to our local radio station here, 95X, and they recently were involved in a fundraising, a fundraising telethon for radio fund for St. Jude's hospitals. Yes. And I will tell you, I talked to uh, Marty and Shannon after they got back from the... Because St. Jude brought a lot of them down there to show them what they supported, which I think is pretty awesome. Yeah, they do a lot at St. Jude's um, Hospital. It's not... Because they're, they're not just cancer. They do everything. Right. They, they basically... they And they never bill the families for it. But I mean, I, just talking to Marty and Shannon after they got back, it was like they were absolutely blown away by how much St. Jude's does for kids. And the families never get billed for it. It's all basically paid for by donations it's the same um, thing with the trainer hospital too they do the same thing yep you know um a lot of people sit there and say you know that we talk about you know all these hospitals and uh st jude's and but a lot of people forget the shriners hospital does the same thing mm-hmm. they don't build the families for you know sick kids and you know anything like that and it, it's amazing that you know that there's 
things out there. There's doctors out there that will actually work like that mm-hmm. and, and not worry about getting paid from, you know, well, they insur- see, from, from family's insurance or right. you know, stuff like that. The, um, I mean, it, understand that the hospital staff does get paid. They're not volunteering. Oh, and I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying well, they're, no, I'm just, they're, they're I, not. They're I'm not throwing not for the listeners. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not expecting the high payments from insurance companies like what normal hospitals are. Like, I mean, if you go to our local hospital right now because you're sick, do you got, do you got insurance? A couple thousand dollars for an ER visit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? That's, yep. what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, they're not looking for a, a $1,000 copay because, oh, your insurance only covers up to this, and you got to pay the remainder of this $20,000 bill. Yeah, when you pay, um, let's see, you pay like four five six hundred dollars a month so that's uh say six hundred dollars a month because that's the easy number to work that's uh seventy two hundred dollars a year plus you got a six thousand dollar deductible or sixty five hundred dollar deductible essentially before the insurance cover insurance company covers anything you've already paid um almost fourteen thousand dollars out your pocket absolutely for nothing (laughs) absolutely but eh, healthcare system broken we, is was we, broke. We know that. But it's it's awesome Old to news. see that you know stuff like that. But you know, back to the subject here is, I, I'd like to know how they're. I, I'd like to know that too. How they're picking two kids to go to the Super Bowl? But I'm sure they'll do it in a way that's fair to everybody. I like to hope so. At least I hope so. Anyways, yes. but you never know. He's a rapper. And on that note, we're gonna wrap this one up because we're we're a little past the hour mark here. So thank you for listening again today. Sorry, I've been a little out of it today. My sinuses are raging. Last couple of days have been rough. So I'm here, though. I'm here for the listeners. I'm here for you guys. It's kind of cold down here today. That it is. <laughs> I, didn't, I was lazy, and I didn't get the... No, the bathroom upstairs, though, is super warm. Because <laughs> the heater's been going in it. Well, the yeah, heater that's usually down here. The, well, what happened was the heater in the bathroom doesn't work now, so we had to put that heater up there. Ah, I see, said the blind man, as he picked up his hammer and saw. They're coming tomorrow to fix the heater upstairs. Nice. So, thank you for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your week. Don't forget, you are able to be awesome. They're, they're, everybody has that potential. Sometimes you just got to look at life real hard and say, what can I change to make this potential go? Make those changes and just be fucking awesome. You can do it. We've got faith in you. So come back next week and hear us again. Until then, we will talk to you soon. Yep. Have a great week. And Tony the Tiger's back. (laughs) Every week. Talk to you later, folks. Have a great one.